Welcome to our community. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Don Butera. Good morning, good morning. I hope, if you're sitting there this morning, I hope that your legs are tired. We started our prayer walk uh, this week. We're going to pray for all of Dempasar and, and down. Uh, I hope that you've joined that, and I hope you've already gone out, and God has already spoken to you about how to pour out blessings upon the city. It's not too late to join. If you have not registered, go to becomewhole.bali, and on becomewhole.bali, there's a registration. You just register. It'll give you a pamphlet. All the things you need to know are right there. That's become Bali on Instagram. Make sure you come. It's time that we pour out blessings to all our city. Also tonight, there is communion. It's going to be in Bahasa, and it's going to start at 7 o'clock. The details, the, the, the number is on your screen, and also in the chat box on how you can get the uh, Zoom ID uh, to go check that out. Also, that same number if you have not taken a survey, because we are getting ready, we are doing some work to, uh, to get together and start meeting together on Sunday mornings. We want to do a, a bit of a survey. We want to know your thoughts. Go uh, and, and on that number, just call that number. They will give you the, the link so that you can take that survey. Okay, let's jump into the scriptures. Today we're going to look at David. Last week we looked at Elijah, and Elijah was in a cave. We saw how Elijah... He isolated himself, he, he pushed people away, and uh, he did kind of some things that he shouldn't have done, but even, even then, God was merciful, and he met him. Today, we're going to look at David, and David was in a cave as well. Now, David did something a bit different than uh, Elijah. As Elijah kind of, God was merciful on him, and he just kind of uh, met uh, Elijah there to encourage him. But this week, we're going to look at how David actually, uh, he was in a cave and he was seeking the face of God because that's what we're going to be doing this month. This is a month of prayer. You should be seeking the face of God. And we're going to see how David found God in this cave. In 1 Samuel chapter 22, it says this in the first verse, it says, David left Gath and he escaped to the cave of Adalam. Uh, soon his brothers and all other relatives joined him there. Notice the difference. Elijah pushed everybody away, but David actually had people coming and meeting with him. I believe also it's because David made friends, and then when David needed help, people came to him. That's why you should join a connect group, be a part of a connect group, so that when you need help, there are those friends who will come and gather around you. And then it says, and then others began coming, men who were troubled and in debt and who were discontent until David was a captain of 400 people. So we see that people began to gather around David. Why? Because David was seeking the face of God. I believe this month, when you're walking around uh, uh, blessing the city, you will find people. People will come to you who are in need, who are in debt, who are in trouble. And that's your opportunity to pour out anointings on them. And so we see these two contrasts. And now we're going to get into Psalm 142. Because this was the prayer that David had when he was in the cave seeking the face of God. So let's read out of Psalm 142. It says, I cried to the Lord. I plead for the Lord's mercy. I pour out my complaints before him and tell him all my troubles. 
When I, and when I, was, when I am overwhelmed, you alone, Lord, know the way I should turn. Wherever I go, my enemies have set traps for me. I look for someone to come and help me and no one gives me a passing thought. No one will help me. No one cares a bit for what happens to me. Then, listen to this, then I pray to you, O Lord. I say, you are my place of refuge. You are all I really need or all I really want in life. Hear my cry, for I am very low. Rescue me from my persecutors, for they are too strong for me. Bring me out of prison so I can thank you. The godly will crowd around me, for you are good to me. As he's praying that prayer, you, as we read in 1 Samuel chapter 22, we see people keep gathering around. Why? Because he is seeking the face of God, and he begins to hear God, and people will always be attracted to those people who hear God. That's why I want you to be praying this month. This is the month of prayer. Let's get on our knees. Let's get walking around the city and let's pour out blessings. I'm going to say this over and over again as I'm preaching because I want all of us to pour out blessings on our cities. Jeremiah 29 says, when our cities are blessed, we are blessed. So let's bless our cities. Amen? So uh, we see this. As we look in this, uh, this, this prayer... We see how David finds his way out, how he finds God when he's in this place of struggle, when he's in this place of, of kind of desperation, when he's in this place of everywhere he goes, because we know that King Saul was chasing after David with his armies trying to kill him. And so he says, everywhere I go, my enemies set a trap. And so David has to find God. And as he finds God in this prayer, you will see that he begins to lift up his head. First thing he does, now I want to say this one more thing. Just, it's very good that I say this. If you remember last week, God gave Elijah some very, very practical things to do. Even though Elijah wasn't ready to really hear, God still gave him practical things. Remember, he said, to eat, he gave him something good to eat. So make sure if you're struggling, you're eating well. Not junk food, eating well. Make sure you're getting proper rest. Not just anxiety rest or depression rest, but rest in the Lord. Find that rest in the Lord. And then he also says to Elijah, he, God, he shows himself to Elijah. He finally, Elijah gets quiet and begins to hear God. That's why I believe David was in a much better place than Elijah because Elijah, God kind of had to kind of wake him up. Remember, Elijah was sleeping. He had to wake him up. Whereas David is setting his face towards God. Right away, we know that David's going to be in a much better place. If you are struggling and you're feeling down and depressed, if you feel like you're in a cave, those four walls you've been in for a while, it's time that you set your face. Set your face to the Lord. Set your face to him. He will respond to you. Trust me, if you're not setting your face to the Lord, I guarantee you there's an angel shaking you saying, wake up, wake up. He wants you to hear. And so then uh, God also told Elijah to go around and anoint the leaders, anoint the next generation, anoint his friends and families, anoint everything. That's what God wants us to do as well. Now, Let's look at the healthy things that David did to help him to get to a place 
where he could lift up his head and start praising the Lord. The first thing he does, I think it's amazing, is that he verbalizes his discouragement. He outwardly verbalizes, says, I cry out to you. I pour out to you. Don't hold in all those thoughts. It's okay. God can handle uh, you when you, uh, uh, when, you, when you pour out. You. It says, I pour out my complaints to the Lord. It wasn't a, a thing where he was complaining to God. He was just saying, God, I need to, you know, like Momel. He needed to just vent. He needed to let out his feelings. Trust me, do not hold your feelings in. Let them out to God. I can't tell you how many times I've actually, you know, because I'm Italian, I'm loud. I yell at God sometimes. I, I love him. I don't change my, uh, I, I have reverence and respect for God, but sometimes I just need to yell. He can handle it. First Peter says, he says, First Peter 5 says, cast your cares upon the Lord for he cares for you. You know, Sometimes, you know, we, we cast our cares out to our friends. We talk about it. We, we're always talking about it. But why don't we talk to the Lord about it? Cast your cares to the Lord. Now, there's this other passage that God put on my heart. It's out of Psalm 32. I want to read this. This isn't uh, complaints, but this is so healthy. Listen to this. It says, when I refused to confess my sins. So he was like quiet and he wouldn't talk to God about his mistakes, about the things, his, his bad thoughts, or whatever was in his heart at that time, he was, he was holding it in. It says, my body wasted away and I groaned all day long. Day and night, your hand of discipline was heavy on me. And you know that if you're out there and you're holding something in and you need to confess it to the Lord, his hand is on you. Not because he's like trying to convict you or, or he, what he's doing is he's just putting his hand on you. He's going, come on, all you have to do is just tell me. Just tell me. Let it out. Don't hold it in. It says, my strength evaporated like water in the, in the summer heat. So he, he, like, he was just withering away and if you have something in your heart and you're not confessing it that's what will happen to you then he says finally I confess my sins to you and I stopped trying to hide my guilt I said to myself I will confess my rebellion to the Lord and you forgave me and all my guilt was gone Trust me, if you're holding something in, even if it's not sin, even if it's something you're just holding in, and you need, to, you need to let that out and give it to God. As you give it to God, a weight will be lifted. See, when we hold back our burdens, when we hold back our burdens, we end up carrying our burdens. That's the problem. If we hold back our burdens, then we're carrying them. Give them to the Lord. Let him be the burden bearer. That's what he said. He, his stripes, he bore our sins. He bore our iniquities. He can carry these things. When we share with others, we often find that we're not alone. The other night, I was in a meeting with a group of people, and this person was sharing uh, a struggle that they had, and then someone else shared it. Someone else, and I remember she said to me, she goes, oh, I thought I was the only one. Trust me, you're not the only one. You need to cast your cares upon the Lord. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Trust me, give it to him. 
He can handle it. Now, I do want you to do this. As you walk, as you prayer walk our city, as you walk around your city and you begin to prayer walk, God will put things for you to verbalize. You will see things that are wrong. You will see see things that should change. I want you to verbalize them out loud. God, I bless this place. Change it from being a curse to a blessing. Lord God, I bless this home. I bless this place. Lord, I bless that person who's walking on the street that looks like they're hurting. Pour out, verbalize what you see as you walk around our city. I believe that God has called us to be the mediators to carrying the burdens of our city to the Lord. Not carrying the city's burdens, taking the burdens and putting them to the Lord. So do that as you walk around the city. So the first thing that you need to do that will help you, the first thing that you need to do that will help you in your struggles, if you're, if you're feeling like you're in a cave or you need, the first thing, just let it out. Just begin to verbalize it. Let it out of your being. Let God, ha- God can handle it. The second thing is that in his struggle, while he's in prayer, while he's thinking about these things, while he's thinking about the enemies who are setting traps for him, when he's thinking about n- people who are not helping him who he, when he needs help, he starts to recognize God's presence in the midst of it all. Remember the difference? Last week, Elijah was saying, I'm the only one. And he wasn't even hearing God. He was just like, I'm the only one. He was so isolated that he didn't even know that God was in his midst. But David, as he seeks the Lord, it says, when my strengths faint within me, as he says in verse three, he says, when I, as my spirit grows faint, it is you who watch over me. That's out of the new uh, international version. He says, when my spirit grows faint within me, it is you who watch over me. So he recognizes that God is over all these things. And Elijah was, it took Elijah a long time before he realized this. But David, as he prays, he begins to see that God is watching over everything. Don't you think that God is watching over Dempasar? Woo! I believe that God is watching over this whole island. He is watching over it very carefully. The Bible says that God knows all the number of uh, hairs on your head. Trust me, God is watching over. You don't think God's watching over your business? You don't think God's watching over these things? He's watching over all of it. He's, he is in complete and full control, and he is manjaga over everything. He is definitely watching over it, and he knows. He knows what's going on in our city, and he loves our city. He loves Dempasar. He loves what's going on in our city. You say, how can he love all this stuff that's happening? Trust me, God is doing things that you don't know about. And that's why you need to walk this city. I am going to say it a hundred times while I'm preaching. We need to get out and begin to bless because we need to see God in every part of our city because he is watching over it. Trust me, it says, then I prayed to you, O Lord, and I, and I said, You are my place of refuge. You are all I really want in life. He begins to see, he begins to see 
that God is all he needs in this situation. Even though he's got enemies fighting him, even though he's got people who are chasing after him, he begins to see that God is over everything and that's all he needs. We don't need a vaccine. We need God. We need God. You need God. You need to see that God is in everything. Because trust me, it's God who delivers. It's God who helps the doctors. It's God who does your business. It's God who helps your family. It's God. It's God. It's God. We need God. Let's get on our knees and begin to bless the city and let God pour out. Trust me, it'll be way better when God pours out upon this city. Let's begin to realize that God is all we really need God is all we really want. Amen? So start verbalizing and and then start recognizing that God is all over the place. Now, when he starts realizing the presence of God, what he begins to do is he starts to see that God is the one that he needs, that he's the protector. You see, it starts out, the Bible says this. uh, It says in, in... in one of the parables, it says the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. And the mustard seed, when it goes in the garden, it's the smallest of all the seeds. But when it grows, it becomes the largest in all the gardens and the birds can take rest in its branches. What am I talking about? The first thing you need to do is obviously get this stuff out of you, just like David did. The second thing is you're going to begin to see God everywhere. You're going to recognize his presence. That's the seed. And once that seed begins to get planted in your heart, once you begin to plant that seed of the presence of God all throughout the different places, once you start doing what God told Elijah to do, begin anointing the next generation, anointing your family, anointing your leaders. Trust me, it will be like that mustard seed here in Dempasar. It will grow up and it'll be the largest plant in all of the city. And then it says birds will be able to take rest. What that means is others will begin to be able to rest in the very presence of God. They'll begin to actually nourish from the very seed that you have planted. This is why we need to recognize that God is everywhere and secondly, realize that he is our protector. He is our guide. He is the one who is over all things. He is our sword and our shield. Psalm 91 says, uh, those who take refuge in the most high God, it's like his wings cover us. Woo! Oh, hallelujah. How we need God. How we need the Lord. Trust me, he's preserving you now and he will bless you in the future. Start planting those seeds. And finally, finally, I love what happens. You really can't see it in this passage as much as you'll see it because he wrote a second psalm in this this cave. And I get this picture of David. Here he is. He's, He's in the cave. At first, maybe he goes there all by himself. But then his brothers and sisters, those who love him, begin to get around him because they know that he is, the, he is the one who's anointed. He is the one who seeks the face of God. He has the spirit of God. That's what will happen to you. People will begin to gather around you as you seek the face of God. And then pretty soon, those who are hurting gather around him. 
Why do you think they found David in that cave? David was not alone in that cave. That cave was huge. There's 400 people in that cave. They found David in that cave. The enemies did, and God delivered him, if you know the story. But I don't have time to tell you that. He writes a second psalm. So I believe that in verse 7 of this verse, in this chapter, it says, So I can thank you. The godly will crowd around me, for you are good to me. I, I have a feeling he started sensing the presence of God. He went from a place of like this to a place where he began to stand and began to tell the people, don't worry, God is there. And then Psalm 57 is written. And in Psalm 57, 8, eight through uh, 11, it says this, awake my soul, awake harp and lair. He's like, get me that harp. Get me that harp. I want to start playing. I want to start praising God. Even though I'm still in the cave, even though I still have an enemy who's coming to try to kill me, get me that harp. It's time to praise the Lord. Awake soul. Awake. Awake my soul. Then he says, I will awaken the dawn. He's like, he's going he's gonna to bring in the sun. He's going to awaken the dawn. He's, he's, he's saying, okay, we're in darkness. It's time that I awaken. Which, woo! I'm, I'm sensing it. I can't wait. Tomorrow when I get walking, I'm excited because we're going to start walking all over. I'm going to say, awaken. Bring the light of God onto the city. Awaken dawn. It's time to awaken the city to the presence of God. That's what David was doing in the midst of the cave. I will praise you, he says. Lord, among the nations, I will sing of you among the people. I will sing of you among Dempasar. I will sing in Changu. I will sing in Krobakan. I will sing in Sanor. I will sing in Uluwatu. We are going to sing in the Lord. Woo! Oh, today when you hear his voice, do not harden your heart like they did in the day of rebellion. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Let's bring in the presence of God into our city. I can't tell you how excited I am now. For If, if I had a stage, I'd be jumping off it right now. For great is your love. Now picture that. Psalm 57. Great is your love. He is in a cave being chased by his enemy. And he's shouting out, Great is your love. Why? He found God's presence. You remember in Elijah, once Elijah actually finally got a hold of God in that cave. It was not the best way, but finally he did. What does it say? He had the power to outrun chariots. Trust me, when you hear God's voice, you will begin to praise him. Great is your love reaching the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches the sky. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. So I want you this week to verbalize the things that are inside you. Let it all out of you. Because as you do, you will begin to recognize the presence of God. You begin to realize that God's protection is all over you. And then you will lift your head. And you will begin to praise like you never praised before. And today, as we close, my message isn't very long today. As we close, I want you, I know that some of you are with others. I want you to reach over and grab the hand of the person next to you. And I want us to pray together. 
Let us pray together. Father, we bless our city. Lord, we bless our, our governors. We bless, Lord God, our leaders. We bless our bosses, Lord God. We bless our businesses, Lord God. We bless our parents, oh Lord God. We bless our children, oh Lord God. Father, we bless every street in Dempasar, and in Krobokan, in Sanur, oh God, in Uluwatu. We pray for all these places, oh God. Father, bless these places. This week, I pray, Lord God, that you would help us to see your presence. And Father, right now, I pray an anointing over every person that's listening and watching this today. Father, I pray an anointing over them. I pray, Lord God, that they would see you everywhere. That, Father, they would begin to plant seeds everywhere. Seeds of the kingdom of heaven that they might grow, Lord God, and become great, mighty trees within the garden of Dempasar. Lord, we pray in the name that's above every name. At the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and even under the earth and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Go do something. Go walk through our cities this week. Don't forget. Don't forget. And if you haven't yet, go to Become Whole dot Bali. Check it out and register today. God bless you. Have a great day.